The coronavirus pandemic drastically changed the way many of us live our lives, where we worked, how we socialized, and how we coped. As far as coping mechanisms go, alcohol was a very popular choice among Michiganders. We saw the sales go to unheard of levels right away. It's almost impossible to overemphasize the rise in alcohol sales during COVID. As we mark two years of the pandemic, are those booze figures still really higher if they come back down to earth? And more importantly, did the pandemic change the way we buy and experience our libations? Let's find out together. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. When the COVID pandemic began in March of 2020, for many, life began to change very rapidly. Work from home, online learning, wash your groceries, wear a mask. A big part of the early days of the pandemic was staying home. People were anxious. They were scared. Shoot, they were bored. How did people cope? Many Michiganders began to drink more. A study by the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism found a 50% increase in the number of people who said they drank to cope in the months right after COVID began compared to before the pandemic. In the first month alone, alcohol sales spiked 54% in March of 2020. The International Wine and Spirits record says alcohol sales across the country were up 2% across 2020. That may seem like a small gain, but it's the highest in two decades. That was felt locally, too, and in a hurry. We saw the sales go to unheard of levels right away. And within a week, we were selling more products than really we had sold in a single week in a few years. I mean, even during the holidays, it was record sales every single week, liquor, beer, and wine. And it really seemed to hold up for quite a while. But the reality was the buying habits were changing. So... We saw sales of vodka increase dramatically, larger packages of things. I had loose cases go through the roof when it came to Bud Miller with less craft sales. And then um, wine for the whole, I think, saw just everything kind of going. Those sales really maintained throughout the entire year of 2020. It didn't seem to, to taper off quite at all. And that was honestly really interesting. Dealing with those early times of the pandemic where you had to stay home, and that was all people did essentially, it seemed like anyway. I mean, I'm sure that's not the case, but it very much seemed like everyone just kind of hung out and uh, medicated. That is Ashley Price. When the pandemic began, he was the beverage director at Holiday Market in Royal Oak. He now owns the Metropolitan Variety Store in Detroit, which also sells alcohol. The immediate change was brought about by lockdown orders. Bars, breweries, wineries, restaurants, they weren't open, which means bar sales tanked. In fact, it got so bad, a sin was committed. Here's Dave Seacott. He's the marketing director and brand manager of Brew Detroit in Corktown. The unfortunate part is, Zach, that you you dump it or destroy it, man. It's it's really uh, it's really sad to see happen. But you know, once things get out of date, it's worth it to pay that money to destroy or dump than it is to ruin your reputation on the shelves or in another account. Oof! Beer was dumped. I shudder thinking about it to this day. But if bars were closed and drinking went up, that means packaged liquor sales were booming. You know, it's alcohol you buy at the grocery store or party store. So for the beer industry, it was a hard pivot to cans. It really became the only vessel you could use to buy and store beer. But that caused its own problem. Shortages have been very common across the pandemic, as we know. Here's Ashley Price again. Without a doubt, within a year and a half, we all of a sudden have an aluminum shortage. And quite honestly, that had to be because of the early pandemic and everyone having to find containers. And Ball had to create more options for people to get it. They're opening two new facilities, I think, in the next year and a half, which is 
insane because those produce so many aluminum cans, but it became necessary. In the same vein as the brewers and the aluminum shortage, Rich Lockwood, owner of Motor City Gas Whiskey in Royal Oak, says local distillers took a gut punch when glass became in short supply. We called our bottle supplier and they said, we, we can't get you any more whiskey bottles through the end of the year. I said, well, that's a bummer. We're going to have to ship the design of our bottle. And then they told us that they couldn't get any glass. So we had to pivot again. We started offering our customers a dollar towards the new bottle if they brought their old bottles back. And we didn't think it was going to work, but we were uh, really surprised when people started showing up with literally grocery bags full of our old bottles that we were uh, washing and sanitizing and, and reusing. So it was just a lot of creativity like that. And it was um, a strong base of followers that we've developed over the years that really floated us through this. Earlier, we mentioned the boom in packaged liquor sales, especially in 2020. It was a great resource for those who are already in distribution, like Dave and Brew Detroit. Their cans were already on shelves when this started. For Rich Lockwood, losing the whiskey tasting room was a big hit to their business. You know, we do sell quite a few bottles out of the tasting room, but the, the margins on cocktails are, are far better. That's, that's what pays the bills. And as a, as a smaller family-owned distillery, we are not yet in uh, retail distribution, which means selling through stores and, and restaurants and bars. So everything we sell out the front door is, is our total revenue stream. So when those cocktails got cut off, it was very, very tricky. And at Motor City Gas, the pandemic was painful, but they learned a thing or two. We learned tons. You know, it, it definitely uh, hurt our business a lot. And we learned a ton from it, from learning to get nimble, learning that we need to be more diversified than we are right now, learning how to manage in stressful, difficult situations like that. And then from a customer perspective, you know, I think the silver lining that came out from that end is I feel like people have a renewed appreciation for real life experiences now. People are getting off of social media and appreciating sitting down and having a whiskey with somebody face to face and enjoying company and enjoying good conversation. For many businesses outside and inside the alcohol industry, flexibility was the name of the game during covid and it brought people together, and more than just people, for Brew Detroit and others, it brought companies together. How are we able to, you know, still have people out here and, like, Stephen at Batch opening up Fauci Fieldhouse and partnering with other businesses? Like, that was one of the things that we did, too. Like, how do we get our beer into other people's hands? So, like, we started doing the Cerveza Del Rey pack with Honeybee, where you'd get chips and guacamole, salsa, some limes, and then 12-pack of Del Rey 16-ounce cans. We were doing it for Cinco de Mayo. We did a grill pack with camping beer. We did some pierogies with Cloud 19 with Shrodex. There are a lot of things that we had to do, and everybody pivoted in a different way. What worked for each brewery is pretty much what was done. And thankfully, we had a lot of breweries with forward thinking and quick thinking that they were able to save their breweries. As much of a struggle as it probably was, stress and all that, you know, people did it, man. It's really cool to see that. The pandemic, it's not over, though it does feel like this is as close as we've been in two years. But Ashley Price says we are seeing normalcy. Quite honestly, I think things are, for the most part, back to where we were beforehand. The buying is not the way it was before. I think people were afraid things were going to run out. Like, literally, they were buying things like, this is it. I'm not going to be able to leave my house or get anything, and things are not going to be available. And I remember I, back when we were talking about this, and craft breweries at the beginning were trying to 
reschedule how they were packaging things immediately, which is a really hard term. There's no more kegs. Nobody needs kegs. So all of a sudden you need to get into packaging and your package is not enough. So you had to switch from one to the other very quickly and have a lot of it. And then that just became a huge problem for everybody. And now, though, it really seems like people have kind of rocked back into what was comfortable prior to. I'm definitely different than being in a full grocery store when it comes to buying patterns and the way people buy their big packages and things like that. I mean, I'm more on a smaller scale, seeing lots of single sales and lots of smaller six-packs and four-packs and then wine sales. It's casual. People shop every day, not once a month like they thought they were going to be doing in the very throes of the early pandemic. And I, I feel like that's what has throttled the sales back to somewhat of a normal level. Dave Seacott at Brew Detroit said their draft to can ratio is also normalizing. According to Statista, a data tracking website, the packaged sales of alcohol in the U.S. peaked in November of 2020 at over $7.3 billion in monthly sales. There's no surprise there. November and December marked the busiest booze buying season. But as we got through 2021, a year later, sales were around $6 billion monthly. Now, that's still higher than February of 2020, when sales were doing about $4 billion a month nationwide. What did we learn? The sale of booze is up, and while things are returning to normal, the old normal is gone. Cocktails to go and an explosion of craft beer canning means we will always be able to take it home with us. That means the actual dependency of bars, breweries, wineries, distilleries, it changes. Or does it? Remember what Rich said, you can have a cocktail at home, but you can't replicate the fun of a night out. On this Friday, thanks to Ashley Price from the Metropolitan Variety Store in Detroit, Rich Lockwood from Motor City Gas Whiskey in Royal Oak, and Dave Seacott with Brew Detroit. Continuing coverage of the two-year anniversary of the COVID-19 pandemic can be found at www.jnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.